you know, some people sort of identify as, as you know, a starseed or something like that just because of how different they feel, yeah. you know, from, from, you know, let's be honest, the vast majority yeah. of the world around us. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that there's something positive in that in the sense they that... They can be. You know, possibly they are someone who has a much more spiritual outlook they than those around They could be. It doesn't yeah. mean they're from another world, though. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely right. And I, I yeah. think that's the point I wanted to get to, which is like, just because you, 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 you possibly are much more spiritually advanced than the pe people around you or certainly mm. feel very different about the world around you, you don't, you know, you're not as conditioned by materialism and all mm. that, and you are searching for truth and, yeah. you know, devoting your life to spirituality in some yeah. way... Yeah, it, does, it doesn't mean that the explanation is from your, that you're from another planet. No, of course not. Yeah, of course I mean, not. All that is very understandable, but they'd be much, much more than that. They'd be an absolute clear-cut mission, and they'd know what their mission is. And they'd quite... They may or may not, in some cases, have known all the time that right. they came from another planet, but that knowledge would dawn on them in the right way, and it would come through in an enlightened way. It wouldn't just be, oh, I think I must be from another planet. I feel different. Mm. The Spiritual Freedom Show with Richard Lawrence, where politics is not the answer, materialism counts for nothing, and spirituality will set you free. All right, we are back with the Spiritual Freedom Show. Richard, good to see you good again. Good to see you, Darren. <laughs> so today we have an interesting show, I think. Um, this one related a bit more to extraterrestrials. Right. And um, so this person wrote in, they said... Um, you know, I believe in extraterrestrials and past lives on other worlds. So why does the notion of starseeds seem phony? And just for anyone who doesn't know that is, they describe starseeds as, you know, souls from other planets who are here to help humanity. Kind of this oh. idea. Okay. Um, you know, we can get into, you know, whether we, whether we, that's something that we, we, we endorse or not. But they go on to say, you know, as it goes with anything such as psychics, people with supernatural powers, extraterrestrials, etc. The principle may be true, but I feel it's far rarer than it, actu than it is. Um, you know, there's a lot of people claiming that, oh, yeah. you know, that, that they may be something when they're not. Yeah, you know, once a concept goes mainstream, people start to identify with these labels, but like 99% of the claims are false or bear no evidence. And I think that's, you know, that's, that's an interesting point. Yes, so Starsee, just so I've got this right, is somebody themselves who, who thinks they come from another planet. Is that right? That's right. I yeah, think. I think it's very rare. Yeah. Extremely rare. Um, I'm, I've, I met one. I could actually have a tabloid front page say, my best friend was an alien. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Dr. King really was from another world. But then look mm. at him. Look what he did. Just look at his life. I how mean, extraordinary he was. How yeah. extraordinary it was. Yeah. I mean, just even before he was contacted, um, just people of this earth don't behave like that. They don't, they don't spend their 20s practicing yoga and while doing a job. And, I, you know, the, the, the media certainly at one time used to latch on and they possibly still would to, like, former taxi driver um, was contacted. Um, it's not the former taxi driver, it's the yogi mm. that was contacted. Yes, he drove taxis. Jesus was a carpenter. As Dr. King used to say, you know, <laughs> taxi driver meets carpenter on Hill in Devon yeah. because he had a contact with Master Jesus mm. there. Um, you know, Sri Krishna was a cowherd. That's not what he was. That's what they had to do when they were on Earth to pay bills, right. which, again, is a practical thing. What he distinguishes an extraterrestrial would be their life, an outstanding individual. Swami Sivananda would be another one. Um, another one would be, um, from recent times, Gandhi. But they're not, they're not you know, very common. I mean, you can't rule out a person walking around who is one, has a secret mission. Right. 
of some kind, but it's extremely rare. I'd agree with that question. It's very rare. Yeah. Maybe we can talk a little bit some more of the, you know, what would be the yardstick of someone who, who really is from another planet. I mean, because at mm. a minimum, I mean, if you imagine they are, that they are millions of years more advanced than us spiritually, mm. spiritually and technologically, I mean, even just a fraction of their consciousness being here is, is going to be someone who is just amazing. I mean, amazing. And, yeah. and if you think about it, someone like, let's just take Dr. King because I knew him so very well and I was in touch with him every day for 20 years, so uh, I had real insights into how he operated. Mm. Um, you could see, if you got really close to him, you could tell because he didn't react yeah. in the way that people on this earth react you know, to things. Uh, he was brilliant at you know, assuming a persona, and he, he did adopt a lot of... He liked to conform wherever he could, uh, if it was worth conforming to, he would. Uh, so he's actually, with a small c, quite a conservative person, mm. man, if you like, but uh, his actual characteristics was he was serving all the time. Mm. He was, and he was conscious of the world all the time. Most people aren't. Most people, I'm not saying they don't do good things because they do. If there's a neighbor in distress, it's amazing what neighbors around the world will do. Mm. And it's fantastic and it's essential. But his focus, he would do that too. But his focus was on the world. And that too marked him. And on his mission, he never stopped. He never stopped being what he was. And, you know, never, like a mask never fell to mm. reveal something else. Yeah. He never doubted it. He knew. I would reach out a hand at this point since it's come up to people who believe they're from another planet that um, and they won't like me for saying this, but there could be a mental health issue there. And in fact, if, if you believe you're from another planet and you're not, there is a mental health issue there. And you, I would just be, well, I'm not going to give mental health advice here and now. I'm not qualified to do that, but I would look, I would look into it. I would try and seek help. That would be my advice. Yeah, I think <clears throat> just from, you know, what I read and other experience, I would say that, you know, some people sort of identify as, as you know, a starseed or something like that just because of how different they feel, yeah. you know, from, from, you know, let's be honest, the vast majority yeah. of the world around us. Um, yeah. You know, I think that there's something positive in that, in the sense there that... There can be. You know, possibly they are someone who has a much more spiritual outlook they than those around They could be. Them. doesn't yeah. mean they're from another world, though. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely and right. I, I yeah. think that's the point I wanted to get to, which is that just because you, 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 you possibly are much more spiritually advanced than the people around you or certainly mm. feel very different about the world around you, you don't, you know, you're not as conditioned by materialism and all mm. that, and you are searching for truth and, yeah. you know, devoting your life to spirituality in some yeah. way... Yeah, it, does, it doesn't mean that the explanation is from your, that you're from another planet. No, of course not. Yeah, of course I mean, not. I mean, uh, and also there's a question of advancement. Okay, Somebody yeah. who comes from another planet has entered states of, actually, samadhic states, the yogis would call them, but they're cosmic or galactic even samadhic states. <coughs> and these are outlined in, in the nine freedoms, in the higher freedoms. And we can see in the seventh freedom, for example, uh, such a person would start to know the why of existence. We've talked about that before on the Spiritual Freedom mm -hmm. Show. So they come with that inherent knowledge. It may not be accessible to them initially, uh, but you know what we would call the highest states, nirvana, cosmic mm -hmm. consciousness, heaven, whatever we want words we want to use, they've already gone beyond that. Yeah. So you can see this quite clearly in Dr. King. You can see it very clearly in the Master Jesus uh, and in the Lord Buddha, just to name three. They 
throw a bridge, as it were, over the river of life on yeah. this earth yeah. quite quickly yeah. and get to their real state. But they have to still make the effort to do so because they've been born through the womb of an earth woman. They've chosen that. And so they still have to go through the motions, as it were, and those motions can be very demanding, but they do it qu fairly quickly. You know, it takes them, oh, well, in the Dr. King's case, it took him 10 years uh, to gain that, and that was living in a city in the West, yeah. uh, to gain that state of full enlightenment. And that state of full enlightenment is actually below what he already knew. Mm. I, I think you can see it, actually, in this book, in The Nine Freedoms, yeah. in his commentary on cosmic consciousness. There's a certain detachment about the way he writes about that. I see. If you compare it, for example, to the wonderful state described by Yogananda, Paramahansa Yogananda, wonderful man, in his autobiography of a yogi, I don't think it's the same state. But, however, it's a beautiful state. But there's a certain emotional... Uh, if, if, if Yogananda will forgive me, um, don't want to use the word attachment, but there's a certain emotion there mm. in the way he describes it. Um, he, he, you know, hits a, and understandably, wouldn't any of us feel that way? But mm. with Dr. King, if you read this, he even writes it in the third person. Yeah, doesn't say I did this and I did that. It's uh, he, yeah. I think, is is the word used. Yeah, and. He leaves it because he's not satisfied by it. Mm. And the reason he's not satisfied by it is because he's aware of the suffering of the Mother Earth. Now, that's not a terrestrial reaction. You look at any of the great yogas, and we have some, not many, but we have some from this earth, Vivekananda, Swami Vivekananda is another one from the, you know, who's actually ascended now, but is from this earth. And there are others through history. Um, They've entered these states, they've gone on to give great service, but they haven't had that sort of dissatisfaction, is, is mm. the word, although Dr. King doesn't use that word, with himself, not with yeah. the state. Uh, and that's one thing that marked him out. He, he was, no matter what he did, he was never fully satisfied with what he could do. He was always mm. going on, on, mm. on, on to the next thing. And that, again, is a very non-terrestrial kind of reaction to life. People bask in their honours and so on, generally, on this earth. Mm. Sometimes duly earned, but still they bask in them. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and they seek out laurels and then they sit on them. But uh, Dr King would never sit on any laurels that came his way. And then not nearly enough did come his way. Yeah, it's interesting that you, that you pick up on that and, you know, um, it kind of, we're kind of, kind of gathering some of the characteristics here of someone who really yeah. is from another planet. Yeah. I mean, you talked about him being basically devoted to service completely, mm -hmm. um, and devoted to service on a global scale. Mm. Um, so, you know, someone who has this global outlook in that way, and mm. that is, you know, dedicated to the mission basically 24 hours a day, mm. um, a, a mission of that scale as well. And someone who, you know, is not satisfied, as you say, with, with those attainments, but rather focus entirely on the mission and what's required to achieve it. And here's that. another quality he had, yeah, which was a beautiful quality, and you can hear it in his commentaries, his lectures on the Nine Freedoms, and you can particularly hear it in all his early lectures, many of which are available on audio. Um, his absolute belief and faith in the potential of humanity. Mm. And I know that because with the title of the book, the last book he wrote, which I was honoured to co-author with him, he chose the title, Realise Your Inner Potential, 
And he lived that. He believed that. He believed people. You can hear it. Yeah. He, he believed other people could do what he did. He believed other people could go to satellite number three, could you know, receive uh, transmissions. Um, he, I think, over the years, and certainly by the time I got to know him, and especially when he was older, um, he realized that most people weren't going to do that, even the best people weren't going to go that far. But he's never completely lost that faith and belief in what people could do, what people could understand. As a teacher, he was extremely advanced. Mm -hmm. And that's why I welcome the chance to have shows like this one, mm. to sort of make it as accessible as it can possibly be made. Be and I think the reason was that he believed people were capable of that advancement, mm. and he thought they could get it. And hopefully, one day, enough people will. Yeah, yeah. The, um, I think it's an interesting point as well you bring, about, uh, bring up about Vigavik and Ander, because they're someone who was from Earth not from another planet. Yeah. And yet, you know, he's a spiritual giant among us. A giant. Yeah, and so it's yeah. like, you know, I think it goes back to the point that even as someone who's very spiritually advanced, mm. and even someone who's making a, even an impact on a, a, you know, a massive scale as he, as he was, you know, lecturing mm. and introducing mm. Vedanta to the West, mm. um, it's not, you know, he didn't have to hang on to this idea of being from another planet, you know, to justify how he not was at all. Able not to at do all. That. He was an Earth person who'd made it, which is very exactly. inspiring. Exactly. And he had this attitude, which is, you know, it's not enough just to believe in God. It's not enough just to have faith in God. Even you've got to see God. Yeah. I, I would actually put it this way: you've got to know God. Mm. And he did. And he went out to do it, and he did it. And he knew he was going to to pass on before the age of forty, and he did. And actually, he ascended, and he's now an ascended master. And there aren't many. Yeah, I think we'd be shocked. And by the way, ascended masters aren't all men mm. at all. It's not, mm. a, a, you know, it's not a gender thing. It's uh, the, the male and female ascended masters. Um, but he was one of them, and, and a recent one. And I think it's, it, you know, that's almost a more inspiring thing, isn't it? Because we're talking about people from Earth um, versus the outstanding examples of you know, Sivananda and Krishna and, and Dr. George King who came from other planets to help teach yeah. and inspire us. I agree. Us. Yeah, but it's like you can't, you know, here's the proof that someone mm. from Earth is doing this. I think well. what Dr. King would say to that, though, mm. just as a counterbalance, because I have given a lecture before now and I've had people disappointed by that very fact. Oh, oh really? These great ones, Jesus, oh, they I came see. from another planet. That's why they were so good. Yeah, does that yeah. mean I can't do it? No, it doesn't. Dr. King would say, no. He came, he was in an Earth human body with all the things that go with that, mm. and he came to demonstrate what we can do, as mm. did Jesus. You know, he didn't come to be, he was the great healer, but he also came to show us that we can heal. Yeah. That got lost somewhere in, in many quarters. Uh, and Buddha came to show us that we can gain enlightenment uh, because he did it as an earth, not yes. almost as an earth person, yes, if you yes, like. Yes. So I, I, but I agree with your point. Where you get an outstanding terrestrial person who really makes it, it is very inspiring. Yeah. And, it's, and, and the more the merrier, because I think it's, rare sadly mm. to go that far mm. there are the great there are great examples of of service you know schweitzer you one could list them off yeah um uh, by human beings fantastic yeah. dedicated yeah. work but to achieve that high level is is rare and in the past very often um it's been associated with you know nomadic um sadhu like uh, detachment from the world to do it in the world, and you could argue that Vivekananda did it in the world, um, 
because although he lived the yogi life, he, he lived it among people and in the West uh, to uh, certain mm. parts of his life. That's, that's really, I agree with you, very inspiring. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I actually came across somebody quite recently. Um, uh, I, I think I've got his name right, Swami Narayananda. Oh, yeah. Uh, he didn't do it like uh, Vivekananda did it. He, he, but I do believe he attained samadhi. Um, and he, after he'd done he did it in the old way, in the Himalayas and so on, and, and in, in the retreat. And, but after he'd done it, though, he spent his time teaching, writing, um, and, and traveled to the West quite often. I think especially Denmark, I believe. But he's not very, very well known. But he's one of the, it's, it's, it's always a jewel when you find someone that you actually believe really mm. genuinely attained that did state. attain that state. Yeah. yeah, I think that was a great inspiration because, you know, <laughs> I'll admit, to be honest, like many years ago, when I heard about this concept of Starseed, I was like, hmm, I wonder if I am, you know what I mean? Yeah, You're, yeah, it's okay. And I think, okay. um, so I completely emphasize where people I come from. I empathize, yeah, yeah, I empathize. But yeah. then, you know, when I start to, you start to learn more about people who really are, and then you and then you start to see the inspiration of people who are actually from Earth too, and what they've been able to achieve. It's mm. like, well, no, actually, you know, I'm 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 very much from here, but I have the inspiration of um, of those terrestrials and the example of those who came from other planets to show us the way as one of us as well, as you just yeah. described. And that's what they want. I mean, yeah. I, I had a walk with Dr. King one evening, and I was very disheartened. I thought I was uh, I was about 25 then. And I seemed to be making a lot of mistakes mm. around him. I'd just been brought out full time to, and, and I thought I was letting him down. I wasn't happy with my work. And he said, look, come on, we're going for a walk. And he could be strict. There's no, no argument about that. And, and he was very direct. You knew exactly where you stood with him. You didn't have to guess. There yeah. was no talking behind anybody's back. You knew he was honest, he was straight, especially with his close followers. Mm. So we had this walk, as I'd say, I was quite disheartened and disappointed in myself at that point, and he turned round to me one, on this walk and said, there is nothing that I've done that you couldn't do. Wow. And when he said those words, in my mind, I, I was thinking, almost thinking, pull the other one. You know, it's terribly <laughs> yeah. disrespectful, yeah. but I was thinking, very nice of you to say so, Master, but no, I couldn't mm. do what you do. This is what I was thinking. Mm. And that thought is still a bit there, I have to be honest. Mm. But he, he, he pointed at me. It was only two of us, and Ray Nielsen was on the same walk, another mm. of his disciples, mm. um, older than myself. But when I was thinking that, he said, and I really believe that. Mm. And, he, and he really believed that. And that's, that, that's the essence of his whole being. He believed we, we could. Yeah. Uh, attain great things whether you know he uh, that was said to me personally I, I, I can't take it as a blanket thing but I know he believed in the potential of all people to really go to God and really make it yeah I have to admit it's a, it's a very uplifting feeling actually just talking about it and, and, mm. and hearing you, you share that, that story and that experience mm. um, I think there's one last thing I wanted to touch on here which is um, you know I think the point that just because there are people making this claim, either consciously or otherwise, you know, imagining it or, you know, putting it on. It doesn't mean that there is no one who isn't really from another planet here on Earth. Or that, of course, yeah. there are people, and there always have been yeah. uh, people from other planets. They have to work, usually. I mean, their, their biggest problem is our karma. 
which is a, a massive topic, mm. but they can't intervene beyond a certain point. So they come here with prescribed missions. Mm. So if you take the Master Jesus, he came here primarily not to teach. He's one of the greatest teachers who's ever walked the earth. I mean, and his, his quick responses in moments of crisis, not that the Gospels are very reliable documents, I think they're quite lacking. Having written the, being a co-author of the biography of Dr. King, you can see that the Gospels and some of the other accounts of great beings don't really reveal much about the person, the yeah, man, the, man, the yeah, individual, yeah. if you like. But however, they tell us some of the things he said and did and where he went. Mm. And, you know, his quick response of, you know, let he was without sin cast the first stone. When put in that really difficult political position, mm. uh, if he'd said the wrong thing, he could have been seized that moment. Mm. Um, shows he was a brilliant, brilliant man. Carpenter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> some yeah. might say. Yeah, the yeah. Daily Mail. Yeah, yeah. Carpenter yeah, speaks to, yeah, yeah. gives sermon on a mount. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But... Um, yeah, he, he was, and not just a Daily Mail, to be fair, but he, uh, he was an outstanding person. Uh, he, they come with their specific missions. How they do, so Jesus didn't come to be a teacher. He came to save the world from a crisis, mm. uh, to take karma, or to do it in whatever way he chose. He chose his way of doing it. And um, not every, Dr. King didn't like his way of doing it because he didn't want Jesus to suffer that much. He mm. chose to die. Mm. He clearly manipulated his death. It's obvious. Mm. Uh, no one can just walk into, uh, you know, Jerusalem and do what he did. And you know, things are definitely going to happen. It was mm. a setup, mm. and and Judas was probably instrumental key in that plan by Jesus. Mm. That's just correct. That probable mistake there mm. in people's minds. Um, but, you know, it, he had his own way of doing it. Dr. King was given certain things he had to do, but he went way beyond them, invented his own missions mm. and changed the way missions were done. Um, and so you could see that I'm sure the same is true of Moses, I'm sure the same is true of Buddha, and undoubtedly Sri Krishna and others. They come, though, with particular tasks. They can't stray, though, this is the point I want to make, beyond their karmic commission. I see. Really. Mm. Not without permission. <laughs> permission to stray beyond mm. your commission. Yeah. Uh, because that would then be interfering in the karma of humanity. So they're greatly limited by our karma. And they would know that. Mm. They would have an absolute clear-cut mission. They wouldn't come to be a person who feels a bit unlike everyone else on earth, a bit different, a bit interested in spiritual things, a bit, you know, gets mocked for their beliefs. They'd be, that, that, all that is very understandable, but they'd be much, much more than that. They'd be an absolute clear-cut mission and they'd know what their mission is. And they'd quite, they may or may not, in some cases, have known all the time that right. they came from another planet, but that knowledge would dawn on them in the right way. And it would come to in an enlightened way. It wouldn't just be, oh, I think I must be from another planet. I mm. feel different. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Thank you. Everybody, it's Darren here. Thanks for tuning into the show. Now, if you enjoyed that episode, don't forget to subscribe for more wisdom from the Nine Freedoms. If you'd like to find out more about the Nine Freedoms, about Mars Sector 6 by Dr. George King, go to our website, that's ethereus.org. Richard and I love hearing from you, receiving your comments, your questions, on your spiritual experiences, and talking about them on the show. So do write to us, share them with us at spiritualfreedom at richardlawrence.co.uk. Always remember that service is the jewel in the rock of attainment.
See you next time.